Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today, we got a story time of a kid who genuinely gets $10,000 a month from his parents in allowance to spend on video games. I don't know if you guys have ever been playing a video game and you see that one account or that one character, that one guy that you encounter that just has all like the premium add-ons, like he has the most expensive skins or whatever. And uh, this kid is basically that guy, but on mega, mega rhinoceros-sized steroids. With that being said, leave a like on the video to claim your free nothing and let's just jump right into it, guys. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted this story, Charlie. So anyways, there was a new kids in Charlie's class, and we're, we're, we're going to call this kid Ben, because that's what we tend to do on the channel when there's a, a second character that we introduce. Anyways, Charlie, knowing how hard it is to start at a new school, as Charlie, three years prior to this, was a new student at this school, it was difficult. It's always difficult to start, you know, at a new school. You have to put yourself out there. You need to break into friend groups that have already been developed. It's, it's a genuinely difficult thing to do. So Charlie decided that he was going to put himself out there. And on the very, very first day, when Ben came in and Ben was sitting alone at lunch, Charlie decides that... Instead of sitting with his friends, which he could have very easily done and had a really good lunch and had a good time, that he instead was going to go over and sit with Charlie. So Ben walk, oh, sorry, sit with Ben. So Charlie walks over, puts his food down, sits down, looks up, and Ben is kind of like sitting there eating his food and Ben looks up. And Charlie, right off the bat, can kind of tell that, you know, Ben, there's something different about him. He couldn't exactly put his finger on it then, but there's a little something different about him. Anyways, he's like, hey, man, my name's Charlie. Nice to meet you. And Ben's like, hey, like, my name's Ben. Uh, you know, I'm new here. And Charlie's like, yeah, you know, I thought I'd come over and introduce myself. So over the next two weeks from this point, um, Charlie kind of integrates Ben into his friend group. And in the very beginning, Ben is a little bit more reserved. Ben is, uh, you know, he's not flashing anything crazy at first. You wouldn't actually really notice that, you know, Ben's parents were quadrillionaires, probably owned all of Saudi Arabia for all we know. However, there were a few tells, like, I don't know if you guys know, but, you know, there was a few tells, like, one, the parents come and pick them up in a pretty nice car, probably means that unless the car is financed or something, you know, they are doing pretty well. You can also notice that they might make a, a transaction without even looking at the price. It's like, oh, what if that was $50? What if that was $100? If that's not a question that they ask, well, then they'll probably have some access to some pretty solid funds. Anyways, though, so after about three to four weeks, you know, Ben is pretty comfortable in the new friend group. It's Charlie and Charlie's friends. 
And so Ben decides to invite everyone over to his house for Friday night, first sleepover. It's going to be a lot of fun. All the guys are pretty excited. They're happy about that. They like Ben, right? There's no, no reason for them not to. I will say, though, Charlie will say that over time, as Ben got more and more comfortable in the group, uh, you know, he started to show a little bit more of his dark side. And here's the thing. Dark side is a super dramatic way to say that. If I'm being honest, dark side's a very dramatic way to say that. But as you get more comfortable with a friend group, maybe you're not going to be as careful with what you say. Maybe you're not going to be as courteous because in the very beginning, you know, you're really playing to like if you're trying to enter a new friend group, you know, not that you have to do anything that they say and everything that they say. However, you know, you're trying to enter what they have. So you're going to be a little bit nicer. You're going to be a little bit more flexible. But as you get more comfortable, you don't really do that as much as you don't feel the necessity to do so. And so Charlie was starting to pick up on a few ways where Ben might actually be a spoiled rich kid. So there was a few tells, you know, such as one time there was a phone call. They were sitting. So this was before the sleepover, which would is a very interesting and is the pinnacle of the story. But right before that, on that Thursday, they're all sitting there at lunch and they're sitting there and Ben gets a call from his one of his parents, maybe his dad, his mom. I'm not sure. And he picks it up. And you can just kind of tell that there's this kind of like air of entitlement when he's speaking to his parents because it's kind of facade that he put on or which was starting to slip. It was starting to fade a little bit. He had none of that with his parents because, you know, you've lived with your parents for as long as you were alive for most of us. So uh, but the thing was, Ben really didn't think that where he didn't really uh, consciously comprehend the fact that when he was speaking to his parents, he was doing so in front of all the guys. It's not as if they could not hear exactly what he was saying to his parents, which is pretty funny. So anyways, at that point, like while Ben is on this, like this phone call and I don't have anything specific, but I'm sure you guys can think of like, okay, oh, that's something entitled. He'd say, oh, he said this. He basically let 10 things slip that were red flags. And during this phone call, Charlie was giving, Charlie was giving like a side eye to the other guys and they were all looking back as well. They're all kind of, you know, non-verbally communicating with each other with their eyes of, oh, (laughs) I didn't know this guy was like this. Like he doesn't act like this around us. And you might be thinking, well, Connor, you know, he's, yeah, it's just, it's the parents, right? He's, he's going to be a jerk to his parents, which by the way, I do not being, I do not condone being a jerk to your parents. And a lot of cases, they're the only ones there for you that will ever be there for you. Not in all cases, but be respectful of them either way. It's a bad look. Also, it's a bad look in public if you're disrespecting your parents, in my opinion. But not just to the level of being disrespectful, but he was clearly being entitled in a way that only a spoiled rich kid would have that air of entitlement around him. So he gets off the phone call and Ben like acts as if like there was no phone call. I mean, he doesn't like deny it. It's not like Charlie was like, oh, who you're calling? Like, who did you just call? And Ben was like, oh, I wasn't calling anyone. Like, what do you mean by that? No, but he just kind of, you know, Ben proceeded on with the conversation as if there was really, as if this crazy phone call wasn't crazy at all that it was nonchalant, regular, every single day. It was at the point where Ben didn't see anything wrong with anything he said and or the tone in which he said it. So Charlie and his friends, they, they just keep on the conversation. They're just thinking, okay, that was kind of weird, but they don't really harp on it. So let's flash forward to a day later. Charlie is, you know, with his mom. He got back from school and they're having a little conversation. And Charlie's mom's like, oh, yeah, like Ben, the new kid. <laughs> 
Like, yeah, like, I've heard a thing or two about his parents. And Charlie looks up kind of confused, like, you heard a thing or two about his parents? Like, in, in like, a good way, in a bad way? Like, what does that mean? It's kind of ambiguous. So anyways, right, uh, the mom goes on to explain that uh, Ben's parents are actually, you know, their the last name was recognizable. So I'm, I'm not going to tell you the last name, obviously, because whenever a story is submitted to me, I always mix up a few of the details, always give them new names. But what you need to know is that the name was recognizable enough that it was like a long family dynasty type thing. And it wasn't probably like one of the most famous ones, but it was apparently one of the moms in their friend group must have recognized the name from maybe some documentary she watched or saw something in a finance article, looked up the name, saw the family. It was like a very, very super rich and wealthy family, whatever. And sure enough, right, uh, all the moms kind of did a little bit of sleuthing and, you know, they looked at, you know, Ben's parents on Facebook and did a little bit of Google searching and put two and two together that, yes, there was a very high likelihood that Ben was from the so-and-so family, which uh, implied that he had access to a little bit of money, one might say. So anyways, right, Charlie's mom goes on to explain that to him and he's kind of just like, oh. Okay, and Charlie kind of had a sense a little bit that you know Ben was a little bit spoiled by you know the things that happened more recently, uh, but he would have never guessed that you know Ben was a part of like some hundred million dollar dynasty type family. He might have expected that maybe Ben's dad was perhaps a, a high end lawyer or perhaps uh, I don't know an investment banker, not you know part of some massive family. But it did end up making sense. The thing is though. Charlie doesn't really care. He's like, okay, that's cool. Maybe if I'm invited to this kid's birthday party, it'll be a nice birthday party. But honestly, beyond that, I really don't care. So sure enough, right, you know, Ben's like, oh, or sorry, not Ben. Charlie's like, all right. And uh, they get in the car and they drive over. And so Charlie knew the address of Ben's house just because he was given that to come to his sleepover party, right? Uh, but he didn't really look at the address in Google Maps or know where it was. He had the address. But as they were pulling in, it was a part. they were driving towards a part of town that Charlie had only been to once. And he'd only been there because they had to drop something out off, like they were doing some kind of campaigning or something, so they were going around. And this was the nice part of town. So anyways, they enter into the nice part of town that Charlie has not been to for a second. And as they're entering into the nice part of town, they enter in to a gated community. So it was the nice part of the nice part of town. So anyways, Charlie calls up Ben. He's like, yo, like, uh, we're at the gate. Um, like, can you give me the passcode or whatever? And Ben's like, oh, yeah, my fault, my fault. So he gives him, like, the six-digit, like, combination or whatever. And so Charlie tells that to the guy at the gate. He opens up the gate, and they go in. And Charlie and his mom are seeing the most expensive houses he's ever seen. So sure enough, they're driving down and they're just seeing these amazing houses. And they eventually pull up to the house at the very end of the street. And the house at the very end of the street is the nicest of the houses. So they're in the nice neighborhood and they're in the nice part of the nice neighborhood and they're in the nicest house in the nicest part of the nice neighborhood. And this is probably, by the way, Ben's like 15th house right? Families that have crazy money, they usually have like three to four houses. So this is probably just one example. So anyways, Charlie's dropped off. He goes up to the door, rings the doorbell, and uh, some maid opens up the door. Uh, and they're and she's like, oh, like you must be uh, Ben's friend. They're all upstairs. 
And uh, upstairs, by the way, doesn't mean go to the second floor. Because, no, this house does not have two floors. It has four. So anyways, Charlie's going up the stairs, and he's kind of looking around, and he hears the noise of, like, kids talking, probably his friends and Ben, and the sound of video games or whatever. So he's trying to figure out exactly, okay, I, it's not on the second floor, because it's a little faint. So he goes up to the third floor, and he kind of hears them down the hallway. So he goes down the hallway, and he opens up. By the way, I'm, not, I'm leaving out a ton of details of just how spectacular this house is and how just lavish the whole inside is. And uh, you can fill that in with your own imagination. But anyways, Charlie gets to the door, he opens it up, and imagine the size of your room or your friend's room and multiply it by five at a minimum. And that's assuming you have a fairly big room. This is like a massive hotel guest suite that's the most expensive hotel room. This is like a this is like an entire floor. It's ridiculous. And it is the craziest room you've ever seen. And if there's anything you've ever wanted, it is probably in this room. Any gadget, any contraption, any anything like that, it is probably in this room. So anyways, Charlie walks in and Ben and all, Ben is at like this computer monitor. And by the way, there's multiple computer monitors. So the rest of Charlie's friends are at different computer monitors and they're all playing. They're all playing right now. And so Ben, like, Charlie walks in and Ben turns around. He's like, yo, what's up, dude? Like, uh, go to that far corner, whatever. And there's a computer waiting for him. By the way, there's like six other computers and stuff in the back of the room that just, they're not out. Because I guess Ben set up all these computers for when his friends were to come over. But he had more computers just in case he invited more people. I mean, I don't know about you, but to me, I can't even imagine this. I can't even imagine having more than one computer let alone like 15 and as many as I wanted if I, if I wanted more computers. Oh, mom, I'm having another friend over. Can you buy me another $3,000 intensive gaming laptop? Sure, son. Like that, that conversation just doesn't make any sense to me, but I go with it because in the world of spoiled kids, you gotta, you gotta have a little bit of imagination. You gotta have a little bit of imagination. Anyways, we're about to get to one of the best parts. So, Sure enough, um, they're sitting there, they're playing around, they're actually, you know, Charlie's having a really good time. And, you know, Ben, the thing is, Ben isn't blatantly spoiled in the sense that he's a massive jerk the whole time, and he's kind of pushing them around, and he's just being really not fun to hang out with. Ben is spoiled in the sense that most of the time he's good, and most of the time he has good intentions, and most of the time he's a fairly good guy, but he just has those moments where he doesn't even realize that he's being super spoiled. He doesn't even really comprehend that his actions are not something that 99.9% .9 of kids would do. Or if they did, they would at least know that what they're doing is kind of messed up. So sure enough, right, they're sitting there and they're having a pretty good time. Like Charlie's having a pretty good time and everything. And that's when Ben, it's just like, oh, like, I've already used up my budget this month for like, okay, I, I don't know what game they're playing, but in most games, there's some way to spend your money on either cosmetic items, so in Fortnite you got skins, and in CSGO you got skins, and I don't know, or maybe actual items that help you in the game, but a lot of time it's just cosmetic, so it doesn't actually affect you that much. But he's like, oh man, I already ran out of my budget, like my allowance this month, and it's only been a week, like this is so crazy. So... You know, when, when he said allowance, right, they knew that he was, you know, a pretty you know, a rich kid, right? Uh, but then he goes on to be like, I can't believe my mom only gives me $10,000 a month to spend 
on, like, video game items. Like, bro, I could go through that in a day. And at this point, like, Charlie's just, and all of his friends, they're just like, huh? Like, none of them verbally react, right? They're not like, oh my god, like, that's insane. But they're all kind of like, they all kind of stop, and they all kind of, like, look at each other. Like, did this kid just complain about receiving $10,000 a month that's six figures a year to spend solely on cosmetic items in the video games. And he's complaining because he wants more. Bro wants a top 1% salary of a fully grown adult in the United States to spend on video game skins. skins. And he's mad that he only has a top 5% salary of a fully grown adult in the United States to spend on video game skins. Why this is this is a whole new level of spoiled kid that I've ever told on this channel before. And Ben kind of says that so casually and then goes back to gaming. And these words are really sticking with everyone else because believe it or not, this is not a relatable statement. So I know you guys might be thinking, okay, well, this is like the most spoiled thing he can do. Well, just wait one second because he's about to double down. It's like, you know, that TikTok challenge where it's like, uh, like take this or like double it and give it to the next person. Well, he's about to double it and give it back to himself. Real quick though, if I could have your attention for less than 30 seconds, which I think is fair. If you made it this far into the video, I'd love for you to go ahead and comment spoiled in the comment section down below. It gives me the names and faces of people who made it this far and I just want to say thank you and I'll try and heart a bunch of those comments or do whatever I can do. And also, if you're listening on Spotify or YouTube, if you go into the description of this video, it, there's a little thing that says join my mailing list with like a down arrow. It's going to bring you to a link to a Google form. And all I'm asking is fill in your name, give me your email address, because the thing is social media algorithms are really hard to control. And if I need to reach you guys or I want to reach you guys, really the best way to do it is through a mailing list. The majority of stuff I send on you, send to you guys on there is actually totally free YouTube advice. So if you have any interest in starting a YouTube channel or you have a YouTube channel or you maybe don't want to start one now, but you, you, you find it interesting, well, that mailing list is going to be a ton of free value for you. And also, it allows me to stay in touch with you if there's major life events and you can learn a little bit more about me too. So go down in the description and click the link for the Google form if you haven't done so already. If you've done so already, you're good. You're in the list. And make sure to add your name and an email address that's best to reach you at. And with that being said, let's see how this spoiled kid is about to double down and be even twice as spoiled as before. So sure enough, right? Uh, they're all kind of sitting there, and it's it's whatever, right? There, it's as time is going on, they kind of get over the fact, and you know, definitely Charlie, when he gets back home on Saturday the next day, he's most definitely going to be calling up his friends, and they're going to be talking about how insane of a statement that was. Not that they necessarily dislike Ben, but just Ben's a cool kid, but is somehow super disconnected from the reality of basically every other human being on Earth. But Ben is about to do something insane. So they're having a match. I don't know the video game. Could have been Fortnite. Could have been CSGO. Could have been anything. Could have been Valorant. I don't know. Insert your game. And it's a ranked match. Meaning that your score or your result of the game matters towards your ranking. So you can't casually lose and be like, okay, whatever. It has no effect. This time it does have an effect. So they're playing like a team ranked or whatever. I don't know. It. What matters is that Ben 
loses or he does poorly or for some reason, Ben is super upset about what happens. And what do you think Ben does? Well, I'm not even going to let you guys guess. I'm not going to let you guess. I'll just tell you. He takes his fist and just um, throws it into his computer screen, smashes the computer, it flies off of his desk, hits the wall, shatters, done. That computer, which is probably multiple, multiple thousands of dollars, is over. It's over. And everyone's just like, stop what they're doing. They all just kind of freeze. And Ben's like, God damn it. Like, I should have done blah, blah, blah. It's just basically like having a gamer freak out. He's like, all right, guys, one second, one second. He walks back to his closet and he pulls out a brand new computer and he starts setting it up. He's like, yo, boy, sorry. I'm going to be like five minutes. I have to set this up. I have to log back in. And everyone's just like, oh my God, this kid, he got mad at a video game and he decided that the best call would be to obliterate his gaming computer that costs thousands and thousands of dollars and just go in the back for a spare. And then they're thinking, I wonder how many times a month he just breaks a computer because he's mad. No, 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 no. I wonder how many times a week. I wonder how many times a day he does this. So sure enough, they go on. And the thing is, Ben is moving like nothing happened. And the rest of the sleepover, it's pretty nonchalant. It's pretty casual. They have a pretty good time. But when Charlie gets back, and or no, when Charlie leaves the house and he's picked up by his mom, he hops in the car. And Charlie's mom's like, so, how was it? How was Ben? Like, anything interesting happen? And he just looks at his mom and is like, oh, do I have a story for you?